Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Hope all is doing well. It's uh, February, and actually, it is Valentine's Day, you know, and I am here. I'm Howard Stamble, now you know, so if you guys didn't know, now you know it's Valentine's Day, you know, so make sure you, you know, take care of your students, you know, and, and take care of your significant other, at least uh, reach out and, and tell them, you know, how much you care about them and show them, at least get them a, you know, a Snickers bar, you know, or something, you know, do something, just do something to acknowledge you know, the Valentine's Day. So again, I'm Howard Savills now, you know, and I'm here with my cohort, my partner in crime, Dr. Cindy Banye. Dr. Cindy Banye, give everybody a good shout out. Hello, that's right. Hi, everybody. I am dressed in red today to yes, celebrate <laughs> Valentine's Day, celebrate love. My daughter has decorated the house. So I oh, have she like, did? Yeah, so I got stuff like this. Just Oh, wow. Around. That is so nice. Yes. So nice, yeah, nice, trying nice. to have fun with the kids, getting their little Valentines ready to send to school. I know, yeah, and, and, and it's it's amazing. I mean, because do they do they still have like those little small hearts with different words on them or something or whatever? Conversation hearts. Yes. Yeah, those yeah, are my like, favorite. Those are your favorite. Yes, you know, it's like I love those. And, and yeah, whatever, whatever else they have on there, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, but those those are the things that kids. Uh, you know, go and take to your to your 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 your, your sweetheart in school. Of course, they, they weren't you know that much. That's about you know all kids could afford. You know, so right. you get a little box of those, and there you go. You know, this is my sweetheart. You know, so you mm-hmm. give them give the sweetheart those little things. So that that was nice. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say there there had been a. Uh, I'm trying to get this light out of my face here. Uh, there had been this a. Um, uh, shortage of those conversation hearts. A couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully we're out of wow. the candy heart shortage. Cause like I said, that's like one of my favorite candies. Wow. I'm sure, I'm sure they blamed it on COVID or something like that. I yeah. Mean, who knows? Know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's just like straight colored sugar. So I don't know what the I know, I know right? That, that, that's all it is. <laughs> that's all it is. You know, you get those and you pop a couple of those in and kids are hyped for at least a, 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 at least oh, a yeah. quick 30 minute rush or something or whatever well, between that and the food coloring yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah right there you go there you go there you go oh man wow so so what's been going on in your world for, for me um like i said i've been going going through the campaign and, and doing the campaign thing um we're really setting up uh, some stuff uh, i know for those that's in the Fort Myers and Lee County area, they opened up um, here recently their new Democratic office. Uh, so, you know, you guys are certainly welcome to go down and look at that. Um, I think it's like 1400 uh, Colonial Boulevard, there where the uh, Broadway Palm is. If you guys are interested in going by and just uh, sticking your head in to say hi to those that works in the Democratic office. So that's their uh, big thing. So again, and they're, do, they're doing a lot of things. Uh, they're the office and it's open to, you know, those that are trying to support the candidates and support the party however you can. So again, just want to say hi to them and I'm sure they would love, love, love your support and how, however you can make that happen. So, uh, but for me, I'm, I'm going out, I'm making a lot of phone calls, talking to people, going to various events and I'm just trying to keep myself abreast of what's going on here in the, in the uh, state and making sure that we, you know, connect with people that hopefully we'll, we'll definitely go, turn out in November to vote, you know, so we want to encourage those again, um, Coming up real soon is the deadline for 
the vote by mail, I think it is. What's March 7th, is it? Well, uh, there's the presidential primary. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but there's only a Republican presidential primary in the state of Florida. Right, right. Um, mm -hmm. And the, because the Democrats have already uh, given all their delegates to Joe Biden. To about Joe Biden, right, right, right. Yeah. And for those that are, that are wanting to sign up for vote by mail, um, again, like I said, that deadline and those things are coming up. So you want to make sure that you uh, go to, um, I think it's lead.vote.gov, and, and you can look up those particular dates and times and make sure that you, if you want to vote by mail, you're registered because that's something that you have to do again every, well, it's going to be every year now. But if you were registered uh, before and vote by mail, you have to register again. So make sure that that's something that you do. If, if it's vote by mail, it's what you want to do. You can certainly, on the day of voting, go down to whatever political branch or uh, voting um, branch that you want or that you're, that's in your precinct, and you can go ahead and uh, vote there. But if you want to do vote by mail, you have to make sure that you uh, register for that. So I just want to make sure that everybody knows that it's not it's not automatic. It's not going to continue on. They they stopped that this year. So make sure you do yeah, that. Yeah, they, they, they had to, at the 2023, 20, they threw everybody off the roll. So you had to sign mm -hmm. up again. Uh, but this is actually a good opportunity for everybody to go make sure that your voting information is up to date make yes. sure your driver's license is up to date make sure your your address is up to date and check that signature that's another one that can get your vote thrown out so if your that's signature true. on yeah. your vote by mail or your signature at the voting booth does not match what they have on file then they could throw your vote out so check that i just make sure i redo it just about every cycle because i'm so worried about that because i actually <laughs> did that before because i was throwing out people's ballots um oh man so uh man, so yeah wow. so you can you can check that so you can do it if you match it to your driver's license signature then you always know what it is uh mm -hmm. but sometimes we just change it but it's a good idea to have it you can redo it you could submit it right through the website there for lee county you can go to lee.vote you can see that scrolling across the bottom of the screen here everywhere mm -hmm. else outside of lee county in the rest of the country you can go to vote.org to reach your local supervisors of elections yeah sounds good great good information so please 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 everyone make sure you guys do that you know so what else is going on around in the state of florida um well of course we know that you know our you know our current governor you know no longer running for uh the president of the united states he's uh, kind of yeah, I know it, right? You know, everybody is sad and, you know, the teary-eyed and everything. So, um, you know, he's no longer a, um, a candidate there. Uh, his name is no longer in the hat to be um, selected. But, you know, what is happening now, you know, with him is the fact that, yes, we understand that Florida is more so, you know, in, in uh, I guess, we're Republic, Republican state, but, you know, we're definitely turning it blue. But our current governor is doing all that he can, even for the local governments, to make sure that they can kind of control still the state of Florida. So they want to make sure that those blue counties remain, or he wants to turn those blue counties more so red. So they, they're doing all that they can do to make sure, even with the local government, control those things, have those pushes. So we want to make sure that everybody understands what's going on and how important this is because this is very important and it really affects us and how we um, speak when it comes to Florida because now we have the uh, the, the amount of um, 
petitions for the abortion uh, ban to be on the uh, ballot this year. But the thing is, even though we have the petitions, they can still say that they're not going to put it on the ballot. And yeah, we're waiting for the Supreme thing. Court's uh, ruling mm-hmm. on that, right? The Florida mm-hmm. Supreme Court. The Florida Supreme Court, exactly. You know, so this is, again, another reason that we need to make sure that everybody, you know, you, you get out and vote, you know, because people in, in, in key positions, understanding the Supreme Court is not up for election, but um, even when it comes to certain things that you don't think about, even when we feel as though we're doing all of the right things, we can still be kind of tagged and, and kind of lose out because of whatever reason. So we still want to make sure that we keep ourselves you know, vigilant. We make sure that we keep ourselves abreast and attuned to what's going on, how things are going to affect us, those important things that are happening, again, within our state, you know, and definitely within our nation. And we see a lot of that, even as far as, um, you know, the, the Republican, you know, Republican fight and all the stuff that they're doing with reference with Donald Trump and, and uh, Nick Haley and, and all of those, you know, that, all of that craziness, you know, they're doing their thing. We want to make sure that we stay abreast of the things that's going on and the things that we can do to make sure that our voice and everything else is heard. So again, DeSantis, he's going to do all he can in an array of different ways and things of how they can make sure that local government is, is controlled by DeSantis and the Republican Party. We have yeah. to make sure that we can make this change. So I want to talk a little bit about how that works here. So what's mm-hmm. happening in the Florida legislature is there are a lot of bills that are being proposed by mm-hmm. you know state senators and state le- uh, House representatives. And these are preemption bills, as we call yes. them, right? Because mm-hmm. they preempt local law. Exactly. And this has been a very popular thing that Republicans have been doing for years. Uh, recently, well, in years past, they've targeted a lot of environmental stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, they have a preemption on a straw ban, preemption on sunscreen ban, preemption on plastic bag ban. And this is uh, these are bills that local communities in coastal areas like Sanibel was one of them. Fort Myers Beach was one that had a straw mm-hmm. ban. And basically the state government in Tallahassee said, no, local governments can't do that. So you can't ban straws, for instance. So it, it right. started off as this kind of like, oh, like we're, we're going to do all this stuff. But now it's escalated to more and more things. Mm-hmm. So for instance, in this session, they are, uh, well, last session, there was a huge one that got Key West really mad at our very own Spencer Roach, who's oh. representative from our area here. And yeah, that's yeah. because he sponsored a preemption to make it so that local areas couldn't ban cruise ships from coming into their areas. Key West had done this because the cruise uh, liners on those really big boats were damaging their coral reefs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but now they can't have a law against that. So here we go again. This mm-hmm. session, some of the bad environmental ones include a preemption against requirements preventing heat stroke. Now, this is pretty wild. Let me tell you. Oh, I, I this. know. I, yeah, I, yes. This is a, and it's labor. This is a labor concern as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but this is the workplace heat exposure requirements, House Bill 0433, Senate Bill 1492. OK, this disallows local governments from enacting any ordinances to protect workers from heat 
And this is dangerous. This is something, actually, this was specifically targeted at Miami because Miami had one of these ordinances because they were mm -hmm. trying to protect their, you know, a lot of construction workers and workers, people yes. who were working outside. Um, and so this is very dangerous kind of thing. Um, we also have a... It's it's kind of like a preemption, but it's even like it's like a preemption on steroids. Mm. Another one of our really ridiculous locally, I would say locally elected, but he actually wasn't elected. Senator Jonathan Martin, oh, who just walked okay. into a seat, right? He didn't actually get elected. He just right. registered, yeah. right? Um, so uh, anyway, he's sponsoring a bill to protect Confederate monuments. And mm -hmm. his bill includes portions that say that if local officials support the removal of confederate monuments that they can be removed by governor DeSantis or any future governor and that's really like that's beyond the pale that's beyond just like okay you can't do this it's like we're going to remove you from that action and um it's all you know racist dog whistles oh yeah yes and and, and, and it's crazy you know because that's the biggest thing that the the, the very similar action and the type of actions that even Donald Trump would do, you know, that when, you know, local governments or the state or anybody try to do anything, you know, they want to protect, I guess, however their thinking is or, you know, whatever their motive is or whatever the case may be to put it into or to say that if you do this, then it's the, the retribution, the consequences is going to be so severe that no one even wants to try that, you know, that, like you say, you know, if you, you try and come up with this law or try to come up with this action or this protection of a particular thing that they may or may or that they may not agree with. And I think some of our bills now are, you know, the very same way that the consequences for that is going to be huge, but it really discourages people from trying to speak their mind, speak their peace, just like even with the uh, insurance and the insurance companies and stuff. You know, you can't sue your insurance company, and if you do, then it's this or it's that, or putting those type of laws and those type of restrictions that will allow people to vocalize you know, their opinion, their issue, their problem, whatever it is. Now they don't want to say anything because, well, if I say something, I'm going to get in trouble. If I don't do something, just like even with the medical field, if I don't report this, I'm going to get in trouble. If I do this, I'm going to get in trouble. They're going to take my license. They're going to uh, disbar me or whatever the case may be. All of these things, like you say, these measures, is so to keep everybody in check and to, they say that they are not trying to indoctrinate. But to me, that sounds... Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm they're right, not they're right. not authoritarian and fascist, but you know, they're kind of authoritarian <laughs> and fascist. Yeah. So it's like wow. But you know, it, it but it is but that that's what we want to make sure that everybody understands and knows that you know, certainly keep abreast of things that's going on and we're gonna to continue to try and do that. And even with this um the HB forty nine. And we want to make sure that everybody understands this HB 49 piece. And this is, of course, going into uh, the adjustments of how kids or when kids or the times that kids can work. You know, um, regardless, I think from 15, 16, 17, you know, those particular times that they can work. You know, and this gets into that very sketchy area of you know dealing with the labor laws and, and dealing with uh, kids and the hours that they can work and then how that's going to affect them moving forward. So uh, that's something that's very, very huge. We want to make sure that everybody understands that. Now, this is going to be on the ballot come November. 
We want everyone to ensure and make sure that you know what you are voting for. We're we're recommending that they know that this should not be because I mean kids are in school and have enough to deal with now. But when yeah. you begin to put those requirements, of course, if a company is open and they need someone to stay late, depending on how they do their seniority and how they do, you know, their their uh, personnel majority of the time the kids are going to be the ones that's going to be staying to 11 12 one o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. you know so we want to make sure that everybody understands when you look at this bill hb 49 is talking about the, the the being able to extend those hours for kids to work now they can state it however they want to state it but you know don't get it twisted all they want to do is make sure that kids can work a little bit later Right. And so this is so the House bill that is going to be voted on in this session, right? Oh, so, yes, that's right. Yes. That's right. This is this is not something this is not a referendum. No, this this is going to be voted on. And it's likely yes. going to pass everybody. So what you can do too is, you know, we would, you know, like to have our children have an opportunity for an education. We should not be putting them in places uh, because part of that bill also allows for children to do more in dangerous work like roofing mm-hmm. and construction, which they are yes. now not allowed to do. Right, um, right. But if this is something that's really concerning to you, we do encourage you to uh, write a letter, call your state legislature. You can find that information here. If you go to the website you see at the bottom, you can uh, find your legislator, t- tell them that you oppose, ch- you know, reducing mm-hmm. uh, the uh, child labor law. So you want to make sure that children are protected. And the thing that's really gross about this law is it's in response to some major gaps in our market, actually. Uh, There's a huge amount of people who left the state because of the punitive immigration laws and the targeting of migrant workers that DeSantis and the Republicans have have gone after in the past couple of years. And so now we have huge, lots of openings in different jobs, lots of back mm-hmm. of house and restaurants, lots of construction jobs that are open, and they're trying to fill the gap with young people. And that's really gross because it's it's all bad policy. It's bad policy. (laughs) It's just like bad policy on top of bad policy on top of bad policy. And what we want to do and what we need action on at the ballot box is to get rid of the bad policymakers. Exactly. There you go. There you go. That's it. We're trying to get rid of, like you said, those bad policymakers. And well, I'll tell you it. And the only way that we're going to do that, you know, is everybody get out and make sure that you do go vote. And that's the only way that we can do that. Um, We can sit and we can talk and we can, um, you know, debate about different things. But the only way that we want to make a difference is by getting out and voting and voting for the the people that you you feel as though, you know, has your best interest at heart, you know, your your kid's interest at heart. And I I was talking to a lady the other day about, um, you know, the, the, the book bans and I was talking about, we we're talking about the schools and the education systems. And, you know, they were just saying how so fed up, you know, that they are. And even with, um, it was a young lady, she was saying her mother was a teacher, but how so many people are now kind of rethinking, if, if they were thinking of coming to Florida, they're kind of rethinking those things now because of all of the issues, problems, restrictions, um, just total, total, uh, basically how Florida is just kind of disintegrating it in our face, you know, because of the fact that all of the negative, um, negative legislation is coming through. And it's a shame 
that it is the way that it is, you know, because you're going to do all of these things, you know, when you want to say that, oh, I'm building up, I'm doing all of this and I'm doing all of that, you know, for Florida and Florida's the, uh, the best, you know, state in the country since sliced bread and all this stuff here, but so many people are leaving Florida and nobody wants to come to Florida. Um, I mean, something don't add up. If, if it's the best that you say and nobody wants to come here, um, yeah, let, there's let, some let, look at this. there's some facts here. Like, so one of the facts is that more people have gone from Florida to California than vice versa. Mm-hmm. So this That's whole true. idea that people are fleeing blue states and coming here is really something that the Republicans have made up. I've been calling them out on this <laughs> since 2020, by the way. Um, it's it's really made up. And actually, because of the fact that the, the vast majority of people, they this is they simply do not make their decisions on where to move based on their politics. There are some That's people true. that it's it may be part of the equation for them mm-hmm. but people move because they have family or they have jobs those are like the two leading reasons that people move okay mm-hmm. um so you're not really getting this influx of people who are fleeing blue states because actually the fact of the matter is blue states are usually run pretty well and they're pretty great even if you disagree with their policy Um, Unlike here. So we have bad policy on bad policy. And we also have major gaps in our workforce. So this is going back to my background that I've done here, you know, studying about how our education and workforce is here. We have perennial openings. We're talking Mm -hmm. to the tune of thousands of jobs per year in some of the professions like doctors. We always have openings for specialists and general practitioners because Mm -hmm. we cannot get those folks to move here. Why is that? Because we have, we do not have a robust area. Okay. We do not have a robust workforce. So what's called their trailing spouse. So the husband or wife of that professional cannot come here and easily get a job. Okay. And a lot of people, they marry right at the same level. So that person might be, you know, college educated, master's degrees type of stuff as well. And there's Mm -hmm. no place for them to work. First of all, second of all, they're often people who have children. So they're, they're professional families. They take one look at our school district and they're like, absolutely not. (laughs) Um, And it's just a matter that you're so far behind this, the, the, the school districts across the state of Florida have been behind for decades. They simply cannot compete with other places around the country. And then you throw in the third component is our housing crisis. We have some of the most overinflated housing prices, rental and uh, purchase prices in the country. Okay. So Mm -hmm. if you think about this, you got a family, you got a couple of kids and you used to be a double income family because your spouse could find a job, but now you've got to rely on one one job. You, mm-hmm. That's not happening. You can't afford these houses that are four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars on one salary like that. So that's why we have these job um, gaps, and we have tons of job openings, particularly in the healthcare industry. And mm-hmm. going back to how ridiculous this all is, let's wrap this up in a nice bow because one of the big arguments against immigration is they took our jobs, right? No. Okay, but here's the thing. We have job openings all over the friggin' place. Like we, migrant workers were working to help fill gaps in our in our job market, okay, mm-hmm. in our workforce, okay. Mm-hmm. And when we started these punitive culture war policies against migrants, it has exacerbated an existing problem. So right. this is just like more proof that these these ridiculous culture war things and these stupid policies put forth by the Republicans in Tallahassee are bad 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 for all of us it is for true yeah it is and and like you say it's something that 
basically it's like the domino effect, you know, and it, and, 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 and here, here's the thing for, for me. I mean, you have, you know, people because you do have, I mean, you know, given to Florida is, you know, a very, as far as their population is concerned, you know, we're not, we're not the youngest state, you know, so, so we're not know, the youngest we, region. That's for sure. <laughs> Actually, Charlotte County is the oldest uh, county in the country. Oh, okay. Wow. You know, but uh, but you know, as far as you know, like you know, the age and, and people like that, you know, we're we're not we're not the youngest, and you do have you know a lot of elderly in the area. So you know, like you were saying before, you know, they're coming here looking for a particular, you know, even if it's healthcare and and um, even if they're moving down with retirement and that type thing, they're moving into the area. Uh, one of the like you said before, one of their major factors is: Am I going to be able to get healthcare? Am I going to be able to find a doctor that's going to be able to treat some of the issues, problems, or whatever that I may have? If I can't find that, then it's not going to do me any good to move there because I can't get the services that I need. And we begin to look at things like that and look at seemingly to me the focus of the particular state as it exists now with the local government, they're not worried about those particular things. One of the big things for, you know, people moving is, like we're saying, the insurance and the housing and, you know, these things, like you said, is there a big industry and everything? No, there's not. You know, is there, what type of um, services am I going to be able to get and how fast can I get those services? Um, a lot of times right now you can go to a, or look for a, you know, a, just say look for a doctor. Well, okay, well, you know, yeah, you can find a doctor, but you can't get in for another two, three months. You know, if I mean, so if, if you're lucky, so, I mean, is, is that going to help me? And then we look at the state and, and they're worried about you know, fighting with Mickey Mouse. Really, dude? I mean, mm-hmm. here are some serious issues that we have, but you're not addressing the issues that concern the people. And right. all you're trying to do is say, well, 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 we need to make sure that we turn this you know, blue, blue county red or, or whatever the case may be. But that's not the issue. Are you really meeting the issue of the people or are you trying to basically make yourself look like you're whatever it is you want to make yourself look like you know and distractions it's distractions like that's what it is it's it's distractions so people don't realize all of these problems too right Mm -hmm. and that's it's like yeah you know if you saw this week came out got leaked the top 10 legislative priorities for the republican party in the state of florida okay and one Mm -hmm. of the top 10 is this stupid confederate monuments bill like how how is that a priority how is that a priority (laughs) like i don't even get it like it's i mean it's not that was like big in 2020 okay but like it's no, like this is not even something that's really happening this now, but we're going to use that to to get rid of people like and that's your legislative priority. It's so far removed from what life is really like mm-hmm. for everyday folks. And just before I lose the thought, like as you're saying, like we have we do have a lot of older folks, especially in this region, but mm-hmm. older folks don't necessarily and retired folks don't necessarily think about what the value of having the public education is but the value is is that if you don't have a robust and well-funded public education you're not going to get the professionals you're not going to get those other people to come and work in the healthcare industry in these other industries around us because they need all of those things right so Mm -hmm. we have to stop thinking in this siloed thinking like it's just this or it's just that like Mm -hmm. yeah guess what you know and if you're an entrepreneur you're a business owner which we have also a very large population of folks who fall into that category you actually want to have a good uh workforce you want a good workforce and you need a good education to have that good workforce yes right so if we keep disinvesting in education we keep allowing 
allowing predatory practices like last year's uh, House Bill 1, which was the Charter Bill, the Universal the Charter, Charter Bill. Bill. Yeah. And like that just, you know, defunds our schools and allows those public funds to be siphoned off to private vendors, then we will not be able to build a good, robust economy. People will ultimately, like you said, Howard, people will ultimately stop moving here. That's true. You know, that, and, and, and like you say, you mean, you hit, like you say, definitely the nail on the head, you know, that it's not, you know, a particular thing, but, you know, you, you look at it. You know, look at it in the sense of it all works together. One thing, I mean, because if you take, you know, so much from one particular area, it's going to affect another area. You know, and it's just going to be the domino effect. You know, so we can't, like you said, you know, all of these things. You know, I, I looked up, um, you know, it's like some of the major issues, you know, for the state of Florida. And one of the biggest issues, you know, one of the biggest issues, and I know that's something that you're very passionate about, you know, is, you know, the, the, the environment. You know, and that's something that's huge, you know, for the state of Florida. You know, of course, we're peninsula. We're, we're you know, on three sides, you know, uh, surrounded by water. And then we have these things that, you know, summer, uh, during the, our summer months and going into the fall, we have more about the hurricanes and the tornadoes and all of these things here. But not just those things, but then looking at our, you know, our water and our water systems and our water flows and how those things affect, you know, then even with the red tide, those things which, you know, affect, again, a big part of the economy, a big part of the economy, you know, is, you know, the... Um, you know, people going out and, and, and fishing and, and those are things that people really look at when we talk about, you know, what brings people to Florida. It is the beaches. It is these things. But if we don't address some of the issues, again, like the red tide and like these things that are affecting the area, who's going to want to go to the beach? You're looking at dead fish and smelling all that smell of these things. You know, so you're affecting the way or the biggest or the largest portion of what brings your economy money. You you, you affect those things by not addressing those big issues and worried about who wants to take a... a a statue down right. really you know yeah. what, what mickey mouse is doing and really i mean oh and they're also by the way there's another bill that's working its way through the florida legislature right now that's going back to the rick scott days where they're going to line out they're going to re remove all references to climate change in the state ordinances i'm like this is this is this is this is important okay I know. It, 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 it makes, Meanwhile, it makes climate change is kicking our ass. We had 1.5 degrees, uh, you know, Celsius raise. We have flooding. We have hurricanes. We have all sorts of stuff going on. But let's just, if as long as we just take it out of the le the, the the literature at the state level, then then it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. You know. So it 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 just, it just amazes <laughs> me. Like I said, the, the the mindset of you know. But then, like you say. They, they look at it and they throw out all of these distractors. And we have to understand what these distractors are and really look at, you know, the bottom line of what's important. And that's one of the things that, that I'm doing now, even as I, you know, call and talk to some of the people that's in the district. And if you get a phone call from me, you know, just you know, pick up the phone and say, hi, how you doing, Howard? You know, we're just talking to chat to that a little bit. But, you know, let me know what's important to you, the things that are concerning to you, those issues and problems and uh, things that you want to make sure that are addressed. Because I believe that, you know, until we come to the table and address those issues, they're not going to look at mm -hmm. the things that are important to us. And so we want to make sure that we do have a voice. And just like you were saying, climate change, you know, that's that's nothing that you can really hear a whole lot about. They're, they're not worried about that, you know. And regardless of how you look at it, and it, it, it amazes me that they come up with these things. Well, it's not this, it's not that. But then if you just follow the science, you can see. Just, just look at follow the science. I mean, 
no one is making it up. I mean, if it you can you can you know, statistically look at you know how has you know for each year has it been getting warmer and warmer and warmer for each year you know and you know because of that have certain other things been going on and other things been happening. Just look at the statistics. No one is making it up. No one is trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. It is what it is. You know the people say, oh, it's a it's a conspiracy to in the oil industry or whatever, it doesn't matter. But here, you don't even have to follow the science. You can just follow the actuaries and the insurance companies because here's what they know. And the reason that we have such a crisis with insurance in the state of Florida right now is because those people who are putting up the rates for how much it's gonna cost to insure homes in the state of Florida know better than anybody else that there's a short period of time that we have before these properties are going to be flooded or completely destroyed by wind and hurricanes okay mm -hmm. and that's why we can't get anybody to to uh insure us and we've been basically been lied to and duped by the state and the state's been giving out handouts to the insurance companies because by the yes. way they are funded by the insurance companies okay that's it. um and that's gotten us thus far but now their their numbers on their business side are going mm, not a great investment anymore. That's why you've seen uh, six major companies leave in the, uh, just since the hurricane. That's okay? right. Six major insurance have pulled out of the state of Florida and it has nothing to do you know, with anything except for the fact that climate change is real and they've done the numbers. See, see, and that's the thing. So we wanna make sure that you guys understand and know what's going on. You know, and that's one of the reasons that we do have this show that, you know, we can kind of talk to you and tell you and let you know. And if you have any questions or anything like that, certainly right into the show. Um, if, you, if you want to be on the show, certainly, um, you know, give us a holler, you know, just say, look, you know, I want to be on the show. We're going to talk about this, talk about that. And, and we can, you know, talk about it. We can discuss it. You know, we can agree to disagree, however it is. It doesn't matter, you know, but we want to just make sure that everybody is well informed when it comes to whatever issues, problems, or concerns that we have for the state of Florida. And we want to make sure that everybody has the right information when it comes to voting. So when you do get to the polls to vote, if you're going to do the early voting, if you're going to do the vote by mail, if you're going to go into one of the um, voting locations, that's fine. But just make sure that you have the right information so that you can make an informed decision on all the voting or all the issues and stuff like that that you'll be faced with when that time comes. So again, my name is Howard Stafford, now you know. And we definitely, definitely invite you guys to come at any time. Again, give us a call. And we want you clearly to continue to support. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for supporting uh, the broadcast. We thank you for supporting uh, Big Mouth Media you know, and local uh, radio and local media. And Dr. Banyan is going to give you an idea of how you can continue to support us um, as we go through um, our local media life. So again, Dr. Banyan. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Howard. I've been your co-host, Dr. Cindy Banyan, with Now You Know with Howard Sapp. And if you love this podcast, we'd love to have you subscribe. You can check that out at the Big Mouth Media plans and pricing page at Big Mouth Media fl.com you can get a subscription monthly subscription for $4.99 a month or you can get everything for $19.99 a month and you will get all our audio and visual videos sent to your inbox as they come out and we need your support because we are independent yes. media and this is important to keep the voice alive because we don't always get to hear the opposite side where we are here in deep red southwest florida so that is why we started this company to bring that information to you so if you do want to get on the show you do want to have a little bit more say you want to hear from howard and i you can find out how to contact us at that Big Mouth Media website, BigMouthMediaFL.com. You can email us at info at BigMouthMediaFL.com. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.